Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hey, if you guys like to cook outdoors and you ought to, you should check out the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle. So this is a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge-to-edge reaching all the way up to 500 degrees. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Friday. Lots and lots to talk about. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, bit of a heater. Blazing five, seven of our last picks, seven of our last ten picks have hit. Um, So the Bears, they don't see this much. A 40-burger. Chicago Bears 40. Another team 20. A lot of joy, a lot of juice, a lot of energy. You're a Bears fan, right? I mean, Justin Fields. Uh, people wanted to bench him, said he's nothing. Bears should draft a quarterback. He's now tied for the league lead in touchdown passes. Justin Fields on fire. <laughs> DJ Moore has a little to do with that. <laughs> yes, he does. Okay, so it was the first Chicago Bears win in 347 days. I asked just in a league full of parody, that's hard to wrap your brain around. I'm still not sure it, it proves anything. In fact, the last Bears win was also a blowout win, was also in a standalone game against the team at that time, the Patriots, now the Commanders, we don't think are a playoff team, against a defensive coach and a mediocre quarterback on the road. It was the same thing. And the Bears went on to lose 14 straight games. So <laughs> last night proved... I'm not sure. Uh, Colin. Colin, what about Justin Fields? Justin Fields was unbelievable. Well, he's always had moments and highlights. I said before the season, he's got to get out from being a YouTube quarterback. A lot of guys have highlights. We always knew he had talent, run around, great athlete. That's never been the issue. The issue has always been, and this is the issue with all quarterbacks eventually, sustainability. The great ones Breeze, Brady, Mahomes, you kind of get the same thing every year and the same thing every week. A couple of stinkers here and there. So it's sustainability. 
Can Justin Fields give us this or something that looks sort of like this 13 times a year? I don't know. I mean, he only, here are three things that are true last night. Justin Fields completed 52% of his passes. Secondly, 82% of the yards went to D.J. Moore. And half of D.J. Moore's yards were after the catch. Okay? And the third thing is, I thought it was basically uh, uh, last night was a breakout game for D.J. Moore more than Justin Fields. That's not a knock on Justin. Um, it was a really fun game. It feels good as a Bears fan. It's a great sports city, an amazing NFL city, and they're tired of the ownership, the coaching, uh, the GM, the one guy they like and are crossing their fingers on and hope that works. I mean, they want Eberflus out of town. They want new owners. They hope Justin Fields works. But was last night just a really cool weekend for a couple that probably won't last very long? It, it feels maybe a little bit like that. Now, here's the good news for Chicago. They have a fourth-place schedule. There's a lot of winnable games on this thing. This schedule, you got Minnesota at home coming up with extra time now to prepare. That, that feels like a potential win. Then you get Vegas at home. Could you go on a three-game winning streak? I mean, you're at the Chargers, but Bear fans will probably make that a Bears home game. At New Orleans, certainly winnable. Carolina at home? That's a lot of winnable games. The Bears could have something they don't get much over the last few years. A winning streak, I think. Um, I don't know it proves anything. We could have been watching two really mediocre teams last night. That's probably what we watched. That said, it's okay to feel good after a great weekend with somebody you may not marry. It's okay to feel good. Justin Fields feels good this morning. This morning. Feel good. Um, just seeing all the hard work pay off, especially you know getting a dub after everything that's you know happened this year. You know everything in the media, everything on the outside. Um, just, just it just feels good when you can you can say that the hard work paid off. So you know we just gotta keep this momentum going and uh, you know just just get ready for Minnesota coming up next week. So he's happy. He should be. The schedule works in their favor. Extra time. To prepare for Minnesota at home feels like a really winnable Bears game. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Their last win looked just like this one. Against the mediocre quarterback, non-playoff team, standalone game, blowout win, defensive head coach, and it didn't mean anything. This one, the schedule, Justin Fields now, there's something there. Let's cross our fingers because he's the one guy of this entire organization. He's the one guy that you can see the talent, right? The GM, the coach, the ownership. Justin Fields, you can see it. Can he, can he become – can he do this time and time and time again? Four out of five weekends, seven out of nine. We'll see. All right, so um, one of the things that I uh, uh, notice, I'm sure you notice it too. A lot of people fall for it. Probably half the country falls for it. Uh, and half the country, and I'm one of those, doesn't, which is fear sells. Liberals are selling fear about those mean conservatives, and conservatives are selling fear about those zany liberals. Fear gets clicks and sells and sells books. Fear, 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 fear. And like when people peddle fear in 
college sports or pro sports or my business, it's not as damaging, but it does get, you know, people worked up. I think it's more authentic. And I understand college football's got an older crowd, an older fan base. I've seen for years the data on that. NIL's going to ruin the sport. Transfer portal's going to ruin the sport. Um, The Big Ten revealed its schedules for the next four years, starting with 2024. That's when Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA are in the conference. All the complaining about conference realignment. It'll never be the same. I'll never watch again. Oh, that's, that's adorable. College football has a big game problem, right? Alabama doesn't want to schedule too many big games and knock them out of a potential playoff spot. People don't want to knock themselves out of elite bowls with big payouts. So everybody's avoiding a big matchup. Very few schools have the courage to go against the big dog at a conference. So my entire life, college football's had a big game problem. This weekend, you got Texas, Oklahoma, handful of games I'll watch, and a lot of junk. You maybe get three big matchups a year. So the schedule was released yesterday. Oh, darn it. USC won't have that game against Oregon State or Washington State. Bummer. Here are the games the Big Ten and conference realignment will provide us. And I'm not even going to go into Texas, Oklahoma, or moving to the SEC, so that'll add another seven, eight big games. USC at Michigan feels like an old Rose Bowl. Penn State at USC, Wisconsin at USC, under the lights, Washington at Penn State, Michigan at Washington, old school Rose Bowl field, Oregon at Michigan, Oregon at Wisconsin, Ohio State at Oregon. Those are big television events. Those are massive games and big brands. Camp Randall, The Shoe, Ann Arbor, The Coliseum, Husky Stadium, Otson. Yeah, those... Those little regional truck stop games don't feel quite as big this morning, do they? This is exactly what college football is needed. I won't even get into Texas, Oklahoma joining the SEC. They may have more big games because that conference has even more big rivalries than the Big Ten historically. Stop being afraid of everything. NIL is going to ruin the sport. Transfer portal. Guys miss a bowl game. Conference realignment, fear, click, fear, click, fear, click. Don't mean to be a wet blanket. I'm not living my life on fear. Now, fear peddled in sports is often, I think, a little bit more authentic. College football's got an old fan base. They love their rivalries. But those games will get huge ratings. And Washington State, USC doesn't. And ratings are truth serum. You can say and peddle whatever you want. Deion Sanders, I don't like it. You're watching it. You're watching it. And that's what drives college football. The TV networks. Sorry, hate to break it to you. Those are massive television events. If college football is a stock, buy it. Lots of it. Sell your Apple. Sell your DocuSign. Sell your Shopify. Sell your IBM. Sell your dividend stocks. Roll, baby, roll. Buy college football. NIL, transfer portal, conference realignment. College football's always been a good business with a huge hole in it. Not enough big games. NFL feels bigger. You only have 32 teams, but it feels like you have six or seven games a weekend that are big. College football goes 130 teams or something like that. There's like three games a weekend that feel big. So I'm just telling you, man, I looked at that schedule in the Big Ten yesterday. I was goosebumps. 
Husky Stadium at night against Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? You're not watching that football game? Oregon at Camp Randall Saturday night? You're not watching that football game? Yeah, I really miss those regionals. Hopefully I'll be able to sleep at night. And I got nothing against the regionals. I went to a lot of those. I went to a directional school. But you can't argue. that That's big. What I'm showing you on the screen, Wisconsin at USC, you're going to have 30,000 Badger fans jammed into the Coliseum. The tailgating alone is worth going. That is massive. And college football needs more massive because the NFL's always felt bigger. J-Mac, there you go. I like college football. I root for college yeah. football. But more than anything, I root for the business of it because the bigger it is, the better it is, the more we can talk about it. So you want me to sell my Apple stock and buy college football stock? Interesting. I, do. I would sell Tesla in a heartbeat. <laughs> Get out of anything Elon Musk. But uh, yeah, listen, I, that, that Michigan team, I'll tell you this, next year, bit of a rebuild for Michigan without Jim Harbaugh, without the quarterback, without the running backs. Well, where, where is he going? Probably NFL, right? I think he's way more valuable for college football. Whatever Joel Klatt said this week had some Michigan fans scared. I had a couple buddies texting me, hey, hey, where, what is Klatt talking about? Where, where's Harbaugh going? I was like, open your eyes, pal. He's NFL's going gonna to be calling. He, he's going to get some offers. He wants personnel control, and generally GMs and owners don't want to give that up. So mm. we, with Jim, he struggled with Trent Balky in San Francisco because yeah. he wanted some personnel yeah. control. I, I'm giving it up to Jim Harbaugh, that's for sure. All right. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Let's have some fun. My parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Eagles – Minus four at the Rams. The crowd will be 60-40 Eagles anyway, a semi-home game. They're undefeated for a reason. I don't know how the Rams' offensive front matches up with the Eagles' defensive front. I'll take the Eagles minus four. I'll take the Jets plus two at Denver. The Broncos last week had some offensive success because they played the Bears. Step up in class. Best defense they've faced. Zach Wilson righted the ship a little even though they lost. I'll take the Jets plus two. Cowboys plus three and a half of the Niners, I'll take Dallas. Listen, defensively, opposing quarterbacks have a 55 passer rating. Niners are better, especially in the red zone offensively, but the Cowboys have the better quarterback, offensive line special teams, and a little revenge, I'll take Dallas. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code H-E-R-D, herd, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees, all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees a much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone then clean up quick with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber 
Searwood Pellet Grill. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. All right, the big sandwich game, the big TV game this weekend. NBC Sports has it. Uh, it's San Francisco-Dallas, and it's a circle game. The The networks, including Fox, CBS, NBC, all these networks, they circle a handful of games. Uh, Philadelphia plays Kansas City. I think it's in uh, November uh, when the schedule came out. Uh, Buffalo plays Kansas City. I think that's in December. This was a circle game, and I like the uh, 49ers to win. Uh, I think they have the better coach. They're at home. That's worth a couple of points. And San Francisco has far better weapons in the red zone. They've been a great red zone offense. I think both teams will move the ball. But I think San Francisco will get some touchdowns in the red zone. Cowboys will settle more often for field goals, although the Niners' red zone defense has not been as good this year. But one of the reasons I like San Francisco to win, because it's a big game in Dallas. When's the last big game they won? Oh, they beat the Seahawks a couple of years ago in a wild card game in Dallas. That not very memorable. Seattle was old and kind of out of their Super Bowl window. They last year won a road playoff game over 45-year-old Tom Brady and the division winning eight and nine Buccaneers, a wild card game. Yeah, I guess you could, if you wanted to, say, oh, it's a big games, but the Dallas Cowboys winning wild card games don't feel big. They haven't won a you know, a division round playoff game since like forever, like 95. So they have a Pittsburgh Steelers problem. Gigantic brand, uh, always in the spotlight, won plenty of big games, have a star quarterback, 
but they don't win a lot of big games. You know, Dak doesn't win a lot of big games. Big Ben down the stretch didn't win a lot of big games. It's like Deontay Wilder, the boxer. He's got a big brand, a lot of fights, a lot of W's, but not against the best opponents. And that's kind of think where we are with the Cowboys. So zero division round playoff win since 1995. The Chiefs have five in the last five years. <laughs> now, of course, they have Mahomes and Reed. Um, it just it this feels like a big, big game. I think Dallas has the second best group of talent. Dak hasn't been particularly effective in these big games against Philadelphia. He's got a lot of wins over the Giants and Washington. Uh, that's that's not what this is. This is the most talented team in the NFL. I think it's very competitive. I think it's a 24-21, 24-20 game. It's a stay-away game. I've said it. It's not in my blazing five. Uh, I, I tend to take games where it won't be, you know, a big game influenced by, you know, things beyond the game. But uh, Jerry Jones knows how big it is. He talked about it this week. They are right now probably the most likely team to go in the Super Bowl. But in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that you're playing the best. This is certainly, uh, you don't need the game to tell you that you're playing the best. But you need the game to show you how you stack up against the best. Um, I think we have two quarterbacks that were underdrafted. Uh, Dak's way better than I thought he would be. Who knew Brock Purdy would be this? Uh, the Niners have four different players who are the best in the NFL at their position. Uh, Trent Williams, the left tackle, is uh, remarkable. Brandon Ayuk's having a season. Fred Warner. Uh, there's talent everywhere in this. But there is something about the Steelers over the last 10 years. Everybody brags that Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. That's the standard for the Steelers? I mean, maybe for the Jaguars, but the Steelers and for the Cowboys. Well, one of those wild card games is the Cowboys. It's like the Yankees of Major League Baseball. Wild card wins. I mean, how many how many shows that I you know that I, you know, debate shows or big talk shows talked about baseball wild card week last week? How about we start with zero? That's on the MLB Network, right? So I don't know. Phillies Braves. Now that that's something to talk about. But I, I just, these kind of games, I never feel Dallas is going to win them. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Jonathan Taylor, back at practice this week for the Colts, and looks like he's going to play. Yes. At least that, those are the early indications. Offseason ankle surgery for the, uh, can we, should I call him a one-time star? I don't know. He was awesome. Well, he's always been very, good. Very, very good yeah. player. Uh, he talked to the media for the first time this season. Like I said, I'm here right now, and my number one thing is to take care of my teammates. Um, a lot of people worry about what I want, what I want. It doesn't matter what necessarily I want. What matters is what this team needs, what this team wants, what this city wants, and what this city needs. And what this city needs is a championship. And, and while I'm here, that's what I'm going to work my tail off to do. That's what I work my tail off to get the opportunity to do. So for years, the last several years, Tennessee has been sort of known as a run team and been very successful, the Titans. Are the Colts with Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor, well, they won't be maybe as great from the pocket or dynamic at receiver, but could they become the Titans where they're well-coached, they go opposite of the marketplace, Taylor and Anthony Richardson, they run 55, 56%. 
So that's what's fascinating to me is can they take a playbook from the team they're playing this weekend? Mm. We're going to go run first. The rest of the league is pass first because Taylor's elite. He's a top five back. Anthony Richardson, we both love what we see with him. I think this game is really interesting, and I think I I could see the Colts saying, listen, as Anthony Richardson's trying to figure out the pocket like all these young guys, we're going to be a run first team. It has worked very well for many years for Tennessee. I, I almost wonder if they think, you know, if they're thinking bigger. Shane Steichen uh, came from Philly where he had Jalen Hurts, uh, mobile well, quarterback. But he leaned into his running. I leaned into the running initially, and as soon as he got A.J. Brown, boom, they make the jump to light speed, go to the Super Bowl. I, I'll say this about Taylor. If you look at Steichen in Philly, he had Miles Sanders. Awesome. Got paid. All right, thank you for your service. Boston Scott would plug in and have a game. Now they have... Um, I'm spacing on whoever their running back is. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Let's bring him in. Use him. I, I feel like running backs are interchangeable for Steichen, so I don't know if Taylor's there long-term. Um, not a great matchup for Taylor this week against Tennessee. Tennessee front is very good against a run. Have you, seen, have you seen the Titans on the road this year? They're bad, but is Indy And by the way, good? Burke is hurt. Who? The, the receiver for Tennessee, he's not... Oh, oh, Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah. Traylon Burks, um, he's not 100%. I don't know. A lot of money came in on Tennessee yesterday. This was pick number one. It was up to two and a half. Uh, I think I think I might have heard this is in the Blazing Five. Well, very excited to hear about that. Next up, Rams receiver Cooper Cup returned to practice. And according to Diana Rossini, Cup is expected to make his debut Sunday against the Eagles. Uh, he had that bad hamstring injury that landed him on the IR. Rams have done well without Cooper Cup. Um, Here's the thing. Puka Nakua. So running backs can miss time, come back, and play immediately. That's why rookie running backs are often very good. But receivers timing. So if Cooper Cup came in and did a couple of practices, he still doesn't have timing with Stafford. So I think Jonathan Taylor could have an impact. Do you think Cooper Cup's going to have a big impact? Now, if let's say he's in on 25 plays. I mean... Stafford's been developing with Tutu Atwell and the rookie Puka Nakua. He's been developing this relationship. So I and he's still developing it. I think Cooper will play. I just I wonder that now the Eagles on the back end aren't great. No, no. They're not. But I, I just I question if this is the week that he really first of all, Stafford may not have a ton of time to throw. Correct. Uh and I, I do I'm kind of with you. I don't know how much of an impact Cup has here. I think the the general public is like, oh, Cooper Cup's back. They're going to be awesome with Puka. And like, I think in two on. weeks they could. Did you see what happened to Stafford against the Colts? He got banged up the hip, and he was like limp in there at the end. And if you read some of his quotes this week, like he was seriously injured in that yeah, game. He's yeah, like, yeah. I, I could barely walk. Like it was brutal. And now you got an Eagles defensive front with Jalen Carter, who's been utterly dominant. PFF ranks the Rams, and it's patchwork. McVay's done a great job with the Rams' old line. They have to draft a tackle, another interior guy. It's it's like 26 or something in the league. It's a low-ranked O front against a— yeah. what, what did the Bengals do to uh, Stafford on Monday Night Football? I mean, Trouble. In his, in his jersey all night. I, yeah. If you have to ask me, I don't know if Stafford will even be able to finish this game if it goes the way I think it'll go. Uh, final story, big trade. Big, well, not big. Tra- a trade this morning in the NFL. The Bears have moved on from Chase Claypool, a.k.a. the Maple Megatron. Um, I don't know how he got that nickname. But at any rate, he's going to the Dolphins. The deal involved swapping a 2025 sixth-round pick for a 2025 seventh-round pick. Well, they took a Basically. swing, and it missed. The Chargers took a swing on J.C. Jackson in the corner, and it missed. Remember, about 35% of free agents or big trades work. Well, okay, hold up. The J.C. Jackson one was a free agent. This one... 
Claypool cost the Bears an early second round pick. I think it was like 35, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. That hurts. Well, but they took a swing. They're trying to save their quarterback. I get the swing. I get the swing. So Claypool's what, like 25, 26? This is his third team. Yeah, I know. I think, by the way, what the Dolphins had to give up was next to nothing. My takeaway is, is Jalen Waddle a little fragile? So they probably, would they use, because you could use Tyreek Hill sometimes in the slot, Waddle in the slot. I mean, I think he's just a safety valve. So if Waddle misses a game, or he's your third receiver, and he may end up being four for them, but they didn't give up anything. To me, he's a safety valve if Waddle gets banged up for a couple weeks. Is, is there a little Golden State Warriors thing going on with McDaniel in Miami where, hey, we can get anybody, put them in our system, and they're going to kick butt. Well, I, I mean, think remember, page- Andrew Wiggins was, like, wasting away his career, goes to Golden State. Oh, my gosh, look at Andrew Wiggins. Well, Wiggins like- was never an attitude issue, right? It was just, like, people, um, he wasn't, he was a number one pick, so I think people thought he's a one. Yeah, but it, it was. He's a great three, and he's exactly. a solid two. Exactly. So Claypool isn't Andrew Wiggins as a talent. No. He had a really good rookie season, I believe. Oh, he but, was phenomenal. Hold on. He had nine touchdowns as yeah. a rookie with the Steelers. They yeah. used him everywhere. Uh, yeah. Jet sweeps, jump balls. Like, he could play. He, this guy's but, good. But he is now in the NFL a three. Well, the problem is... And I'm not sure he's a great three. Two people who know him well said that rookie year went to his head yes. big time. Like, yeah. he forgot what got him there, which is hard work and grinding and... Be as a young guy, and you know, he went a little bit Hollywood. Yeah, that, that's never good. He's on his third team in I think three years, Colin. Like, yeah, but if you're gonna figure it out anywhere, it's gonna be in Miami where everybody's open. Well, that's we always talk about building cultures. I mean, that's why Green Bay has a good culture, and for years, New England does, and Philadelphia does. You can take some swings. I mean, I get why the Chargers went for JC Jackson. They had Bose on the edge and Khalil Mack, they had a defensive coach, and the defensive coach said, I need a star corner. And the coach sells you on it. And most of that money was on the back end of the deal anyway. So it wasn't 82 million bucks. It was closer to 45. So, you know, they, they, they spent some money they shouldn't have spent. But in the end, I get the swing on Claypool. I totally get the swing. And it because you're trying to save your rookie quarterback, you had Mooney and nobody else. Yeah. You didn't know you were going to get DJ Moore. So, and you know, DJ's great. And we knew he was great last night at his coming out party. But I, I will always defend the swing. Yeah. I, I, I can't fault you there. I mean, like, I like to move a, to get Claypool. It just blew up in their face and backfired. And, you know, hopefully you, you move By the on way, to- when Chase Claypool got picked up, yeah, a lot of Bears fans love that move. Now, they all go hide on the internet. A lot of people like the move. He was a big physical receiver who had an unbelievable rookie year. And you're like, why can't he duplicate that or come close? Yeah. I get it. Because Mooney's a smaller guy, Claypool's a bigger body. It was like I got the physicality, I got it. But it, you, know, you, you can, I could sit here all day and bang on GMs for making moves that don't work. How many moves? Like when Christian McCaffrey went to the Niners, everybody was everybody, but like seventy percent of people were like, "Whoa, that's way too much draft capital." And I said, "You just gave Picasso, Kyle Shanahan, fresh paint. Like, watch him work wonders." That now is a steal by the Niners. Oh, my goodness. That is one of the steals in trades in the last five years, and (laughs) most people thought it was too much. So, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance, doesn't work. Christian McCaffrey works. Yeah. The smart people are batting, hitting 50%. The smart ones. You, You know what Bryce Young thinks right now? Boy, I could use Christian McCaffrey in this one. I mean, I got no weapons. And DJ Moore. Oh, my goodness, yeah. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. You know, there's there's uh, 
friend has a little company, and uh, 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 he, one of the discussions he's had is you can have a lot of great ideas and a lot of great employees, but what are you? You have to be something. The marketplace has to look at you as a company and say, oh, you are something. There's like every million people have ideas, and there's a lot of talented people in every company, but what are you? That's why branding and marketing and a plan and a direction matters. That's Washington as a football team. They got a lot of good pieces. Wide receivers, D-line, running back. They got a lot of good pieces. What are they? They have no identity. Uh, They have a defensive coach and four first-rounders on the defensive line, and they're not even good on defense. It's time for Washington to get a new coach and draft a quarterback. I I, I don't know if Sam Howell's the problem. I don't think he's the answer. Uh, but if you told me they got Ben Johnson from the Lions as their coach next year and they drafted Michael Penix Jr. out of Washington, that's an identity with Terry McCollum, the wide receiver we like, right? McLaurin. So, I mean, to me, Washington last night, I'm watching him, and my takeaway is, what are they? And Ron Rivera isn't even Riverboat Ron anymore, so he doesn't take the big chances. And if you go back to Carolina, like, he's inconsistent. If go back to Carolina, Cam Newton, winning season, losing season, winning season, losing season, winning season, losing season. Cam never had back-to-back winning seasons. And even the defense for Ron Rivera in Carolina, very good week, very good average, very good average. Well, last year, we loved this defense, right? Like, oh, top 10. This year, it stinks. There's no consistency, therefore no identity. What are they? They've got new ownership, which is really exciting. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, I think it's just time. And you know I'm not a huge fan of defensive coaches, but I know Sean McDermott's great. I think D'Amico Ryans in Houston has been outstanding. We know Tomlin's going to get votes for the Hall of Fame, and Pete Carroll's amazing. So I'm not saying defensive coaches can't work, but defensive coaches have a way they view things. And I think young quarterbacks with defensive coaches, unless you're a Josh Allen talent, is it's hard. Okay, so I, I and I'm not here to get uh, coaches fired and to start some avalanche against the coach. But Washington's got D-line talent, wide receiver, running back talent. They got pieces. I've watched them, you know, go to Denver and you're like, they got playmakers. They just don't have any identity offensively, defensively, special teams. It's just a nothing burger. Even Magic Johnson's upset. Ma- Magic, <laughs> Magic's like, we played with no intensity or fire. We didn't compete in the first half. Down 27 heading into a- uh, halftime, 27 to 3. Too big of a hole. Magic's upset. Ron Rivera after. You know, it's not good enough. It starts with me, and we're going to go back and look at a lot of things, and we're going to get some things corrected, and we'll go out and we'll play football. We're going to watch the tape. We'll look at what we need to do better. You know, it starts at the top. I mean, you know, we've got to be better, and that's our, that's on me. You know, and then we got to make sure we're putting in a position to be successful. Yeah, I mean, this new ownership group, for the record, I was told, kicked around a lot of different coaches. They were interested in Sean Payton. There was a lot of interest on a lot of coaches. I kind of feel like they got to go out and get a Kellen Moore uh, or a Ben Johnson. They got a Miami did this. They had Brian Flores. It, it went a little sideways with Tua and the Miami Dolphins, to their credit, and they can be kind of a wonky franchise. Said so we're going to pivot completely to offense, and look at Miami now. I feel Washington, if they pivot to offense with the right coach and get a quarterback, could become Miami. Don't know if they're a Super Bowl team. But I grew up with Washington. I grew up in the Billy Kilmer, uh, uh, the John Riggins, the Joe Theismann, Joe Gibbs. They weren't always the most talented team. Sometimes they were, but they were something. They had an absolute identity. They were so good and so smartly branded that their offensive linemen were Mm -hmm. the stars. 
The Hogs. Yes. That's an identity. John Riggins, the Hogs, power football, Joe Gibbs. It wasn't about individual players. It was about power football and dominating time of possession, winning ugly. Doesn't have to be beautiful. Doesn't have to be Miami. Doesn't have to be San Francisco. But they have no identity. What are they? You got a defensive coach. Your defense was excellent last year. Now it stinks. You got four first-rounders in the defensive line. It stinks. So I think it's time. I think it's time to do a Miami Dolphin pivot. Let's get to the other side of the football, spend our money on offense, get a clever play caller, get fresh, young youth at quarterback, and let's go. Do you think Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, gets a a look? Absolutely gets a look. And I, you, if you bring in a new coach, Bieniemy will get a look. Uh, usually if you bring in a new coach, he wants all his new people. So either Bienemy gets it and it's his, or they, you know, the new guy's not going to keep Eric Bienemy. He's going to move on. Ben Johnson's the one in the league, and Kellen Moore are the two that everybody's like, whoa, 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 it's different. So it's Bienemy's best hope is that the offense this year is better than Ron Rivera's defense, and he can go to ownership with his agent and say, hey, we got four first-rounders on the defensive line, and my offense with Sam Howell is better than our defense. That you can sell to the owner. Did you see the stat that Sam Howell dropped back to pass on 55 straight snaps last night? That's like some, some, some kind of record. 55 plays in a row where they drop back to pass. Dude, the enemy. Come on. Come on. Can you mix in a run? One. Just one. Keep the defense honest. Yeah, that was an ugly, ugly performance from yeah, Washington. They've had a couple of them. They've been just, again, Buffalo blown out. Denver they win. Philadelphia fantastic. Last night embarrassing. It's Rivera. It's become all over the map. And for the record, it is weird. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Thursday night games. I'm not one of these, it's bad for... But it does feel like on Thursday night games, does it not? At least one team is just not ready to play. <laughs> so you get Washington, overtime game, division rival, highly emotional, flat. As J-Mac pointed out this week, it was... A lot of people like Chicago. You had yeah. Chicago on the money line. On the money night. line. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to the uh, herd fans who were uh, t- sending me notes. Yeah. Last so night, yeah. The, the downside to Thursday night games is, you know, here's Washington against one of their heated rivals. Overtime game. The the Eagles beat you up. You almost beat them. Natural letdown. You lose in overtime. No energy a few days later. So. Uh, the Thursday night games, you know, people pay too much attention to Herb Street and, and Al Michaels. That, that's not what the, it's about is the quality of the Thursday night game good. And if it increasingly isn't, it's not good. Like I've been saying this for years. Preseason NFL's garbage. Get rid of it. College doesn't have it. I, I've, I've argued this for years. One preseason game, two max. So every team gets one home game mm. or just one. Every other year you get a home preseason game. You're charging season ticket holders for it. Like it's ridiculous. The quality's no good. Nobody wants to play. If college football can do it with 21-year-olds, the NFL can have one preseason game, live game for the rookies, undrafted free agents, see if they can play, give your starters one or two series. College doesn't do it, and the games are fine. Mm. NFL does not need three preseason games. All you're doing during preseason games is crossing your fingers, hoping people don't get hurt. There's an argument. It's not going away, but there's an argument. Thursday night football is just not very good quality because one of the teams always comes off a huge rivalry game, an emotional peak, and then they give you that, what you saw last night. So uh, San Fran Giants, right? That was a Thursday game that had zero plays in the fourth quarter that mattered. 
and then was Packers Lions? Was yes, that, and, and Green was Bay a was a yeah. dud. Green Bay just didn't show up. So you're right. Three straight Thursday games in a row where well, the second half is like you don't even need to watch. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts and nobody talks about it because... They couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. With the Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System, you can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, 
Don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Tomorrow, the ALDS begins with a Game 1 doubleheader on FS1. First, Corey Seager and the Rangers take on the Orioles. Then the Twins battle Jose Altuve and the Astros. Coverage begins tomorrow at noon Eastern on FS1. So the Athletic said today that Cleveland Browns players were aggravated that star quarterback Deshaun Watson didn't play last week after assuring players he was adamant that he was going to play and then Sunday he was medically cleared to play and didn't play. We had said this week, I've never heard of that, a quarterback being medically cleared to play. I'm sure there are examples in saying, nah, I'm not going to play. So I, and I've said this with Deshaun Watson. It's just he's just there's too many weird things, too sketchy for me. Uh, the Cleveland GM Andrew Barry kind of tried to support him. Talked about the situation this past week. We were optimistic, um, you know, that he would play. He was optimistic that he would play. He worked his tail off during the week to to rehab and and and, and be ready to go. Um, when we got out on Sunday. And when we took him through the, the pregame workout, it became obvious to all of us that he couldn't throw or drive the ball, you know, well enough to perform in the game. Yeah, then why was he cleared medically? Um, it's funny with the Browns. They never, they, they've had elements for as long as I can remember. Uh, they never quite sync up coach and quarterback. So only one time. Uh, Cleveland has gotten the quarterback coach right uh, at the same time. So I'm not going to count Otto Graham and Paul Brown. That was in the 40s. I'm not even sure if they wore helmets. Uh, I think they played in uh, without cleats. I, I'm not going to count Otto Graham and Paul Brown. So in recent history, the one time they got it right, they had Bernie Kosar, who was a good quarterback, and Marty Schottenheimer, who was a very good coach. And uh, 85 to 88, and they made the playoffs four times in a row. So, I mean, it's not like Cleveland can't. But in this league, which is way more offensive-driven now, it looks like, I think Kevin Stefanski's a really good coach. I don't know if he's great, but he's a really good coach. Somewhere between, you know, 10 and 20, somewhere in there. And I think Deshaun Watson's really talented. But I just always feel something's off with Deshaun Watson um, he assured teammates he would play, and then he can't go, and he's medically cleared. I've never even heard of that. I don't doubt the talent, and I think Stefanski's really good. Uh, but they screwed up the Baker thing. Baker Mayfield made the playoffs. People like Baker. He was a little bit of a reach at number one, probably a mid-late first or a second-round quarterback, whatever. Uh, but this, this, this has the makings of potentially being special. Because I do think Deshaun Watson is really, really talented. I don't think I'd, I've always thought he's a bit. He was a, a bit of a playmaker. He took two years off. He still feels a little off. Uh, but I think Stefanski, similarly, won Coach of the Year. Uh, the, the the organization has regressed. But I think the GM and the coach and the quarterback. I think they have them right. But Cleveland has struggled to do that. If you start looking at the NFL and divisions, 
you know, it's not, it's usually the best, most proven coach and the best quarterback win. Buffalo, the best quarterback and the most proven coach in that division, second to Belichick. Okay, you're going to win the division. Andy Reid and Mahomes, right? Like that's usually the way it goes. And then the second and third place team is you may have one of them. Now you're in Arizona right now, and who knows if they have either the coach or the quarterback. I, I, but I, Cleveland's in this rare space that they haven't been in since Bernie Kosar and Marty Schottenheimer. Like they've got, Marty was a very good coach, AA minus. You know, always got criticized, couldn't win in the postseason, but very good coach. Chargers went into the tank initially when he left. And Bernie Kosar was not great, but a very good quarterback, B-plus-ish, A-minus-ish, if I recall, uh, somewhere around there. And they won, they won playoff games all the time. So here we go again. Blazing five, top of the next hour. By the way, so this is usually the way it works in my Blazing five. I have three games I love, and then you know there's a couple of them I don't love as much. And, and I often kind of wait until Friday morning. I look at some stuff. So the last game that didn't make it, was Jets-Broncos. I like the Jets. So that was the... Uh, I'm not going to tell you who's in it, but that was game six. So the Jets-Broncos... In fact, let me, let, me, let me look it up right here. Yeah. So this is the one that didn't make it. The reason I like the Jets, uh, because I think their schedule... I'll just... I'll give you a hint why I liked them. So they played the Bills at the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Their schedule's been hard. So you look at them and you go, well, they're not winning enough games. The Bills... The, the Chiefs and the at Dallas, those are hard games. So they're better than their record shows you because they played really good competition. The Broncos' only win came against the Bears in overtime. And also, um, the, the Broncos' rush defense is really, really poor. And I do think the Jets' run offense, I think they'd rather run the ball than throw the ball with Zach Wilson. Um, and Russell Wilson this year, outside of the Bears game, has been bad in the second half. 55 completion percentage, passer rating, high 70s. But I just couldn't pull the trigger on Zach Wilson on the road off his best performance. But the, the, everything lined up that I liked the Jets. They've played a harder schedule than Denver has. So I think they're undervalued as a team. They're getting two and a half points. I would have preferred three. I think it's a really good bet. At three, at three they probably make it. At two and a half, I think Denver probably wins by a field goal. Uh, and Denver does not defend the run, and the Jets want to run. So Brees, that's the one yeah. that didn't make it. You see the news on Brees Hall? What? Jets are no longer putting him on a pitch count. He's going to be unleashed. Brees Lightning going wild this weekend. <laughs> Blazing five-hour tune next. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first-wear comfort, and timeless Western style. 
Tacovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they'll last a lifetime. Best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacovis store, where you'll be greeted by a smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. <laughs> 